Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Garf. 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 Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Alistair George William Tromley Virgil. And I'm Garf. I'm <laughs> Garf. I would play the character of Garf on this episode of the podcast. Hello, I'm Garf. And I'm Gingle. Garf and Gingle. Uh, Garf, um, here. Uh, <laughs> and I'm Gingle, and we're going to come up with some sketch ideas. All right. Now, what about this? All right, it's a couple of people. They work in a candle shop. And they both die. No, they work uh, in a candle melt shop. They own fat down. They're making candles. It turns out we find out this whole time they've been making candles out of their own body fat. So they can eat and whatever they want. Yes. They can eat whatever they want. And they're literally burning fat. They, yeah, they burn their own fat with the candles, but they scent them. And but they don't have to smell them, the fat burning, because they burn it in other people's houses who buy the candles. It's, this is actually quite a good sketch idea, right? Mm. It's, it's, it's burning fat, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, a, it's a system that combines the two things that, like, you know, you become obsessed with in sort of your 30s onwards. Yep. Candles and, and weight loss. And weight loss. Right? Absolutely. Because it becomes harder to w- lose weight. Exactly. And it becomes harder to... Get candles. <laughs> it becomes harder to resist. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So if there was some way that you could you could basically wick your fat away, maybe it's even mm-hmm. like if you could drill a wick into say your leg, mm. right? You drill a hole into your leg. It's kind of like liposuction. Yeah. You drill you drill it drill it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you shove a wick down there. Yeah. Right. The fat leaches up the the wick. Yeah. Right. And then you light the end of the wick, you burn that, you're burning your fat. Mm. Well, I mean, you could do that. What about like if you just had, you know, like, you know, when you watch those documentaries about people who don't want you to eat meat and then they mm. show you like, anyway, and this guy put a hole in the side of this cow that he can open up and then reach into it. Alistair, you made a leap there that I am unable to follow you well, on. I'm terrified. I, I, I watched a fall. documentary where it was like the cow and they put like a little door on it and you could open up the cow. And and then you could reach in and you could grab stuff out of its stomach or something well, like, like that. What kind of stuff? Out of its stomach? Out of from inside inside I'm, its digestive system? I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think that's what it was. Was anyway. This is one of those things, but it just goes into your into your fat areas. Yeah. Right. And what you do is you kind of go in a hot room mm. like that, and you just dip a wick in there. Yep. Until it gets coated in in your fat. Yeah. Like that, and then coated in fat. Maybe you could you could squirt some like lavender smell in there. <laughs> Into your hole. Into your hole. Yeah. Or you could bring it out. You know, you could dip it in a bit, then s- spritz it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then dip it into your fat, spritz it. You dip, dip you spritz. You dip The and dip sp- and spritz. The dip, dip and, and spritz. spritz. And so now you can have as many, like, you know, your desire for candles, which is to have 
which happens in your 30s and people who might not, you know, might not know about this yet, uh, it makes you want as many candles as, say, say if you had a factory that produced candles. Mm, that's how many it makes you want. Yeah, and this is what it, this allows you to do. Mm. And I guess the thickness of the candle is dependent on how many dips you do. I used to want a factory, but now I have a fat curry. curry. <laughs> a fat curry <laughs> where I make candles. <laughs> and you could you could also make you could also spritz the thing instead of lavender, you could spritz it with the kind of foods that you enjoy eating. Mm. You know, so it could be nacho flavor. Right. So you as you're burning that fat, mm. that nacho flavor's fat. You're smelling nachos. You're salivating. You're getting hungry. You mm. want to eat, right? You eat the nachos. Mm. You put back on the fat. It's sustainable. Exactly. Right? And so, okay, well, this it's, is a- it's, it's the closest humanity has ever come to inventing perpetual motion. <laughs> I think it's yeah. fair to say. If only you could eat the candles. Mm. Yeah. That's a shame. Because you still need to make the nachos and things like that, you know? I wonder if anyone has had liposuction and then eaten the fat. Someone must have done, right? Like as if, as an art thing. I mean, if not, that's that's if, one that's not, totally that's, up for grabs. That's just like a Turner Prize that is just mm-hmm. sitting on the shelf that you could just take that down. Anybody listening to us now, if you if you want a Turner Prize, I mean, here's how you get and one. And I can imagine every single one of you do. Who doesn't want a Turner Prize? I think, the I think pro- it's like £100,000 or something. At least, That's probably. Right? Which, that which is what, which is what you weighed. Yes. What you needed to weigh, but, you know, uh, what you weighed after you ate all that liposuction <laughs> fat. I mean, I guess if you kept eating it, if you just, let's say, you instead of getting the liposuction mm. and then eating it out of the bag, if you could just <laughs> I wasn't it. picturing eating it straight from the bag. I was thinking there'd be some cooking or something. You cook, you cook the fat, which is just a bowl of fat. Yeah. What do you cook I it think, on, butter? I think it would be much more distinguished to just spoon it out of a, the tiny hole in the corner of a bag. <laughs> Most of it falling off your spoon as you, as you kind of go. <laughs> it's you know? becoming very real. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could. What, what you could do. To sort of make it seem healthier is you could put it in a little jar, like an empty sort of jam jar, mm. add a bunch of maybe white wine vinegar mm. and some Dijon mustard, mm-hmm. a little salt and sugar. Mm. Like that, shake it up. You got yourself a nice salad dressing. Then you yes. could pour it over more of pour the fat <laughs> instead. Fat salad. I guess you could make some of the fat. You could sort of let that dry out and cool mm. down. Mm. And then paint it, it green. Paint it green. <laughs> you know, uh... So then you've, you know, obviously you're eating a few other things. This is but. another thing. This, this, is, this next idea is a very two-in-the-think-tank idea. It is, it's called fat salad, right? And what it is is we've made every single ingredient of a salad. We've replicated it out of to- pure mm. fat. That's right? great, yeah. <laughs> By various dryings and stretchings and moldings or something. Yeah. And it looks exactly like a salad. Mm. It is all fat. It's yeah, not I mean, necessarily human fat from liposuction. <laughs> that might be complicating. I don't know. This one a little. Fat salad. <laughs> fat salad. A hundred degrees. I, I got, got a salad and, and it's made for my knees. Fat. <laughs> um, fat salad. Mm. You know, we're all about I mean, a, um, a food hack. Yeah, but also like, I mean, a chef, a TV chef who 
shows you a, a, a chef, a TV chef, a TV, a TV chef. chef. No, but like a chef who shows you how to make a full meal out of your own bag of liposuction mm. fat. You know, and there's this nothing. Is, it's more, where we're headed. There's nothing more homegrown. That's right. You know, local. You want local? You want we might local? have already done this joke on the show. It feels like we've already done it. But nothing's more local than your own body. Yeah. And eating local is is the most sustainable thing to do. Less transport. That's right. Right. Less energy. Yeah. Released in the um in the transport. And that's and why decrease, I only eat my own body fat. Yeah. And to decrease my you know my carbon miles or whatever I I do, mm. I've moved next to the next to the. Uh, plastic surgery uh, clinic clinic and so now i just have to walk next door it's like walking into your own backyard mm. to pick a bean straight from the garden <laughs> well, I, but i mean it also feels like there should just be like an attachment to like a kitchen aid appliance mm. or a if you could have the doctor yeah. yeah, get- could have the doctor who just kind of gets the the tube mm. and, and he's there with you and he's going <laughs> You know, because it's like he's got to bang it in this little vacuum thing, mm. and it kind of keeps spluttering out mm. into the bag, and you keep spooning it out, and you just have a spoonful. You go, ah, oh, there's just nothing fresher than that. You can't get fresher than that. That's straight from the bag. It's is it, still is that tartare? Tartare? I guess it's fat tartare. Mm. <laughs> um. You could have How's t- everybody going with this episode? I think I feel like, like I, I need to just check in. I mean, so far we've got two audience. fat-based <laughs> eating. The first one's not fat eating unless you eat candles. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there aren't many foods that also produce light, you mm. know? There aren't many foods that also produce light. You're right. That's there's, what I'm saying. I mean, there's those people who eat light bulbs. <laughs> those, those circus freaks. <laughs> I don't think you can call them that anymore. No, no, but that's not something you're born with. That's something right. you do willingly. And I think you can be a freak for something that you do willingly. Yeah, the fact right. that they're in a circus with people that you can't call freaks, mm. that's, that's that's obviously circumstantial. That's circumstantial and that's the that's the, the and complication. You can't get me for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clean. But you gotta see that that this is a nuanced argument that mm. I'm making. Oh yeah. You see yeah. Oh, I mean, so now, now, if the person eating it mm. also had some disability or something like that, um, or was being exploited in some was way. being exploited or just had any kind of otherness, mm. right? Then, then I then it would be disgusting for mm. me to say use that mm. word. Mm. But I want you to know that I had an an able bodied person who. Was <laughs> who was such a good person who had nothing bad happen in their in their childhood. And what we're saying here is they had agency. They had agency, <laughs> and something we haven't talked about on this podcast for a long time. But it is one of the three founding principles <laughs> of the podcast. But all the people in our sketches have agency, and they, I want you to know that they all have agency, and they all have cloacas. They all right, and they are all ants. And and and. Not all their cloacas are used for the ants, input and output of liquids and solids. Do you think ants have cloacas? Hmm. I reckon all insects probably, probably, and I'm, I, I'm not sure, yeah. but I reckon all insects probably rock a cloaca. You think so? Yeah, they pack a cloaca. <laughs> they, they pack a cloaca. <laughs> are you packing a clacker? You plack, packing I'm a, a, a clacker packer. Are you packing a clacker? Yeah. 
Um, Pack a cloaca. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm packing a cloaca. I know. I, I pack a quote. I pack a cloaca. <laughs> Um, Just so you know, something you need to know about mm, me is mm -hmm. I pack a cloaca. I mean, it's concealed carry, but it's there. <laughs> I mean, imagine this. Instead of nipples, I was cloacas. talking to someone called Carrie there. Oh, wait, scenario. what was it? Open carry? It's concealed carry. I was like, all right, Jesus. If you, I and wish but, you could have seen the look that he just gave me. I was just trying to find a context in which that worked. In which that was I, funny. I concealed carry. No, don't worry, Alistair. No, the means, audience gets it. No, the no, audience get, does that mean no, that you put put you just carry in a in a cupboard or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's what it means. It's not that I, you didn't misheard you misheard me and What was it? It does not stand <laughs> examination. <laughs> I can't go back. I'm embarrassed, but you've made it worse and you won't let me move on. I know, I just want to hear what this thing you I'm going to pause the recording because I'm getting a phone call. All right, <laughs> we're back. We're um, back and lucky, I guess, for you. It came at a perfect time to reset. It's like when you're playing a game of tennis and you're losing badly and then rain stops play. You come back onto the field. Everybody's forgotten about all the embarrassing tennis you did before. Yeah. <laughs> the umpire's moved on. You're None lucky. of the point. All the points get reset to zero. <laughs> but, but was it with concealing no, carry? No. What are you doing, Alistair? <laughs> I know, but I actually had to work to try to remember it. Yeah, I don't want you to work. Okay, no I don't problem. want you to have to work. I yeah. want us all to move on okay. and just be free, you know? Yeah, you're right. I'd this is like... Think of this as like the United States and how they're saying they should cancel all student debt. Yeah, start right? again. This is this is all I'm asking. Yeah. Right? Can't we cancel all embarrassment? Sure. Right? I want that. Like if if it was just some way, maybe we release something into the water. Supply. Maybe a gas you could breathe a in. A gas. Perfect. You know, like right? just like you know, I think if you sniffed enough petrol. <laughs> Do you think that would cancel out? Do you think I'd be able to forget all embarrassment? I think, yeah, I think most of Would it. Would I also forget how to control my bowels? Because I'm worried that might restart the cycle of embarrassment. Andy, I'm not sure the way that you're going right now, you have that much control anyway. <laughs> Alistair. Why would you bring this up in the context of me describing how I wish I could cancel out all past embarrassment? I can't think of a, a worse time for you to raise the subject <laughs> of my bowel control issues, which have been flaring up. No, Andy, you're, you're doing fine. You're doing really well. Thank you. I'm going to need to pause the podcast again. We're going to reset. Rain stops play. No. Oh, good God. What's another fat-based sketch we can come <laughs> up with? I guess that's the important thing is that we've got to figure out. I mean, we've got the candle fat, fat factory, mm. which I guess is an adult's dream, a 35-year-old's dream. Well, I think if you can make your own light, mm. you know, you're you're one step closer to mm. to true independence, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and you could make you could make things like uh, the, the candlelight spotlight. Yeah, with a okay. candle so big and a and a mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to to sort of focus the beam. So you've got a big. See, you've got you've got your version. For some mm. reason, in my version, it's always drilling into the thigh and shoving the wick straight in and just burning the fat straight from the leg. Straight from the leg. But how are you selling these candles? 
Well, you're selling the drill. You're selling. Oh, the, right. You're selling the so wicks. So your, your your solution is produce light with your legs. With your legs, yeah, yeah. with your own body. Yeah. You know, I got sure. a, I got a a, a, a fire thigh. Oh, I've yeah. got a, you know. Um, I guess yeah. There's already thunder thighs, but mm, that's not the same thing. This is more like a lightning thigh. Yeah. To go with. <laughs> to go with your thunder thighs. <laughs> Um, and, you know, so it's a bit dark. You know, the power goes out. Sure. Right? Everybody, don't panic. Gather around. Find my thigh drill. Mm. Where are my wicks? You're fumbling around. You find them. Sure. I think this could be a separate thing because this is like, this is a real prepper thing. Yeah. You know, because then you don't need to buy loads and loads of candles. No, no. You all just you, need one drill. All you need is a drill, a piece of rope. And some body fat. And some body fat. And probably a whole bunch of carbs. Yeah. That you could just eat so that you can keep replenishing you the fat. You can load. Yeah. 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 And, and you only need to use it at night time. It's like the opposite of solar power. This is the real fleshlight. That's right. Yeah. This is the real <laughs> fleshlight. That's what, that's what it'll say on the, <laughs> on the box. Yeah. The box which contains a drill and some wicks. And it'll say, this is the real fleshlight. And I imagine we'll have a lot of disappointed customers. A lot of people who... <laughs> I mean, know, but if you're, if you're already opening a hole in your leg... That's true. Maybe you're on the way to the opposite of disappointment in that regard. You know, so people could... You could, I mean, do, do that. I guess you just... I mean, you could, I guess, with the thing, put in a little... Um, Syringe of morphine, mm. you know. Oh, I, I think maybe the drill bit will be impregnated with with some sort of thing, like whatever um, uh, leeches have mm. on their little um, teeth, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So we just put that on the drill bit, and then you won't f- you won't even feel it going in. Mm. But Alistair, I think you're you're on the way to something which could be a real breakthrough. Yeah. Which is basically that you drill into your own thighs so that you can have sex with it. Oh, so you're thinking on the inside. Well, now I am. Yeah, since of course. We, since we went down well, this Well, that's only, only men can have sex with it. Well, hang on. <laughs> oh, no. Not necessarily. <laughs> okay, great. You know. Um, oh, you're right. I mean, that's true. You can have... All sorts of um, I've, interactions. I've, I was being so heteronormative there, Andy, and I apologize. And also, sex is more than just penetration. Well, not not in this not in this world. No, though, no, right? no, no. I mean, think about it. <laughs> I really don't want to. No, it's a hole in your thigh. Yeah. Um, it might it might <clears throat> it might be too complicated. The body might not be flexible enough in the in the ways that are required to make this truly satisfying for either of you. I By don't either think that's of you, true. I mean uh, your thigh. You and you. <laughs> My thigh and me. My either thigh and me. I. <laughs> that's the name of the person who invents this Their autobiography. autobiography. <laughs> I was so sick of masturbating with my hand. Yeah. Being alone at home, masturbating with my hand. Staring down at my legs and thinking. They're getting just as much pleasure out of this as the rest of me, but they're not doing any of the work. That's right. And I thought, it's time my thighs took things into their own hands and yes. stood on their own two feet. Their own hands, which is the inside of their themselves, their thigh, mm. with a hole drilled into them. Well, and we're getting back to a very um, to old two-in-the-think-tank question, mm. you know. What is the, the, what is it, what is the head of the face? Well, the nose oh, is the head of the yes. face. What is the hand of the thigh? 
a hole drilled into it. That's right. Um, and you can pick things up with that hole. You you know, can, sure. You know, you diseases can, probably, <laughs> infections. And, um, but you know, but you can also, let's say, if there's say some marbles on the ground, <laughs> yeah, you know, you could just sort of, I guess, move your. Second, you could do the splits. Yeah, you could do the splits and just sort of press it up against there. You mm-hmm. could pick up some dirt and things like that. Mm. And then you go to the shower, you sort of turn it on, that'll wash out most of it away, the stuff that doesn't go the deep into the hole. <laughs> the wound. Call the it wound. what it is. Yeah. It's a wound. Or the catch-all. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good way to rebrand a wound. Yeah. A deep wound. A sticky catch-hole. <laughs> we here at the, um, you know, the Positive Outlook Hospital mm. deal with a lot of uh, our um, triaged patients. Well, they're basically separated into those who need emergency care um, those who need uh, palliative care and those whose diseases could be fixed with a bit of a rebranding and a positive outlook. Um, so, you know, a lot of those, those, those gashes and those deep cuts, we'll, we'll send them off to somebody and they actually get, get to meet first with someone in marketing who helps them to find a way to sell the injury mm-hmm. as something that is fun and exciting and mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, helps them to move forward with their lives, and you know, even 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 becomes a positive. So yeah, a lot of those big ho- leg holes and wounds, as long as they're not nicking an artery, we'll send you along to somebody who's you know so got a lot of very clever graduates straight out of you know commerce degrees. And, and then it cuts to uh, one of the guys, one of these marketers, one of these rhetoricians who are mm. spin doctors. Mm-hmm. It's a spin doctor. <laughs> 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 Yes. <laughs> Who is with a patient and he says, no, you've got a hole in your leg. I'm just so happy, Alistair. You know? I mean, sometimes it. things just work. Don't they? Mean, it's like the universe wants you to make the sketch. And he's looking at one hole. He goes, now you see the way that that wound is picking up dirt and things like that from when you were laying on the ground. Hmm. Now, what we could do is, uh, have you ever seen an octopus? <laughs> seen those little suction cups on their tentacles? Ever wanted one of those? If we put more holes all along your leg, yeah. those holes, they they create a kind of suction when you press them <laughs> against a flat sort of surface. Uh, I assume. Probably. And so if we put lots of them in there, this thing could, mm. you know, this can completely transform. You're going to be, you're going to be Head of the species for this kind of thing. No, most people don't get to have any kind of sticky legs. <laughs> you say you're going to be head of the species. Head of the species in terms of uh... no, but I just love that as a position. Mm, you know, who spe- is the head of the species? Yeah, no, in each category, head of the species in in uh, sort of on foot running over 100 meters. Mm. Usain Bolt. Hey, oh, I see. Yeah, by category, but I think there should also be an overall head of the species. Absolutely, sort of like a. A one world government kind of president. Mm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Agenda 21. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, I think you know, spin doctors, Alistair, mm-hmm. you've absolutely got it there. Um, and I think, uh, you know, and th- this person could say, or if you're not ready for that kind of, you know, medical intervention, we'll just work with, with what we have. I'm going to put my pen in there. There See? you go. There you go. There you go. No, no, that's a useful... Uh... Yeah, you came in here with a, wo- a wound... A gaping wound. You've left here with a pen holder. You've left here with a pocket. <laughs> with a pocket. <laughs> a pouch. A, a pouch. Look at you. You're like a marsupial. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, 
your young will be born very early. Mm, it's like a little peanut. Well, well. And they're going to crawl down your leg mm. and into this leg wound. Now, we're going to have to rearrange one of your arteries, take away its blood supply, <laughs> yes, and put in a sort of different kind of blood supply that you, the baby can feast on, maybe, maybe milk. Mm, which is a different type of blood, white I think, blood. I think... Uh, is white blood... Is that... White I know blood cells, is, is that milk? I actually know you're joking, but I think milk is just a variation on blood. <sighs> Alistair. I think it really? is. Really? Yeah. I think oh. it's it's like blood with a bunch of stuff taken out of it. And of course then, it is. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, Jeez, where, where's it going to get all that fluid That from? is going to make it very hard to drink milk from now on, isn't it? <laughs> That ah, white blood. So does that mean that cheese is just scabs? Well, white scabs. I know, but it, they do something to it so that it goes. It doesn't go as hard. Ah, soft scab. Yeah, I mean parmesan. That's scabs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, I and mean, it they, smells like scabs. Yeah, it's hardly. Yeah. They're hardly even hiding it there, are mm, they? Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a that's a hot take. Mm, that's, well, yeah, that's really interesting. I'm full of them. Really. Mm. Yeah, brimming. Not just hot takes. Hot gives. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> um, are we talking... Are we going to write down cheese's scabs? Is that uh, a sketch? I don't know that it's a sketch. No? I mean, unless there was... And, you know, this is just another marketing thing. Sure. Right? But, you know, you, you, get, you get a lot of uh, things these days which are trying to go... For, for a more um, uh, authentic kind of marketing or like one that cuts through the bullshit. That's right, and makes fun of other marketing. Absolutely, sure. So could we be the new milk brand or the new dairy on the the scene? Face it. Other, you know, this is is the ad, right? And they go, let's face it. Other milk companies, they try to pretend like milk isn't just blood with some <laughs> things taken out of it in the cow's body. We're not going to do that. No. No. We're going to be honest with you. Yeah. Right? Oh, and they'll, and they'll, they'll sell you blocks of cheese like it's not just a big yellow scab. That's right. That they dried themselves. <laughs> in a big vat. It's pus, isn't it? It's pus. Well, no, no, no. Pus, that would be different. Well, but pus is probably just blood with stuff taken out, isn't it? No, oh, maybe. Oh, I think it's, isn't that dead cell, dead things? But isn't that blood? What blood is? I don't know. It could be dead re- red blood cells or something, or white blood cells. That's I think maybe probably white blood cells is what pus is. But I mean, it's closer in color to milk, isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so should we say that it's it's pus? It's, blo- it's pus. But then it, it's. Takes away from our thing where we said it was blood. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It does take away from that. Anyway, we'll sort this out in the marketing. Yeah, uh, the marketing. Oh, is this st- oh, I thought we were still in the ad. Oh, we're still I was in the enjoying- ad. Yeah. <laughs> we're still in the ad. We're still in the ad. You know, it's, it's like that, that. Have you seen that ad that's going around on viral on uh, Twitter at the moment? The one that's the subway ad, which is like a really oh my God, with a baby or something like yeah, that. Yeah, baby I didn't being see born, it. people aging and falling in love and all that stuff. And it goes for about eight minutes, and then at the end, it's like subway. That's good. I mm. see. I hadn't thought about that, but I actually think that's one of the best bits of marketing. The fact that we're even talking about it. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's the best bit of marketing. Every ad should start with a baby being born, mm. growing up, growing old. Yes. Dying, mm-hmm. living, you know, but seeing the next generation oh, take their I love place. Love watching a baby die. Every single ad, bam, 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 yeah. right, and then 
you know subway or or pedis suspension or yeah hyundai or yeah. scab milk scab milk yeah so do you think we're writing that down yeah i think milk, so milk is yeah uh, may, hey maybe this is a way to market it to men you know yes the man milk right you know you say this is spartans that would admit spartans they knew that milk was just blood with some red taken out of it that's right maybe we even put the red back in Yes, to our to our milk, mm. right? And then it's red, so it's it looks like blood, right? And you know, a lot of the time you put a bit of, you put uh, you put um, some some red food dye in in milk or whatever turns pink. We're gonna put so much in, it'll be red. Don't you worry about that. It'll be re- it'll be real red, right? And then maybe too red, too red, yeah. redder than red. Like like when you see it, it will give you that that reaction like. I'm scared and I'm about to get hurt. You know, like when you see blood, mm. like just mm. blood on the ground. Fresh, fresh. And yeah. it's going to be sticky. Like <laughs> oh, we make it sticky we as well. We make it sticky. Yeah, and mm. it dries black. And it, <laughs> it dries, yeah, and it hardens. Uh-huh. Like that, if you leave a glass of milk out, yeah. it will start to form a scab on the top. Yeah, not a skin. Not like Not the, a skin, no, no, no. It scabs right up. No, no, this is scabbing. And you got to um, drink, drink it fast. And it's, it's, just, it's just called scab. Mm. And um, you know you can get one that's calcium enriched uh, sure. if you want. Yeah, you can get one that's sort of one percent fat. Yeah, you can get one. We've only really with milk. We only really experimented with taking out the fat, right? Mm. Maybe we should experiment with taking out some other things. Taking out the protein. The protein, the yeah. calcium. <laughs> Take know? out the milk. Yeah. Just have a glass of water. Or, or just the, the just the water and the fat. Oh yeah. So it's just fat water. Yes, and then we're back water. to the start. <laughs> back to the first sketch. You can light it on fire. Oh, that's good. I, I mean, a glass of milk you could light on fire. Men would buy that. I wonder if you could just have like just emulsified fat. Right? Mm. Cut, you know? It's just it's just fat in water. There must be it must be possible. Oh, absolutely. Well, what you, about you just did, like you like, could just pour I mean, some that, like vegetable oil into a glass of water? <laughs> I suppose you could, but you'd need to add something to to emulsify it so that it does mm. disperse. Yeah, right. a bit of lemon. Maybe some lemon. Like you just need like a oh, little lemon. Oh, we've invented the uh, salad dressing again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It's good to see that we never go anywhere on this podcast. Well, you know, they're circles, but they yeah. you know, they go around. They're like that those early they're models. They're circles, but they go around. They're circles. No, but you know, it's like they're like it's like a kaleidoscope. Not a kaleidoscope, you know those those drawings where you put your spirograph. Spirograph like that. <sighs> They kind of, you know, our sketches or podcast is a bit like um, those early models mm. of how the stars moved around us, mm. you know, when when it was a Earth centric, uh, Geo, geocentric, geocentric thing, and we thought that the they all went in these funny patterns. Mm. I mean, imagine what the what the uh, like gravitational structure of the things around us would have to be. To cause those, to cause those actually, to think. yeah. And I think that we could create a group who actually does still think that everything rotates. I mean, if you can be a flat earther, mm. that feels like that's been an, an area that's uh, rich. Is that if flat earther, like if flat earthers can become this group mm. that of of people who say that they genuinely believe this, mm. then it's very you know you could mock that idea by doing you know oh we think that it's we're geocentric and explaining the way that you think that the science but in a way i don't know if you could mock it with that because it feels like geocentric is more more plausible than flat earth 
right? Like mm. geocentric, it feels like you can you can argue that, right? Because it is more like it's 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 much easier to prove that the world is round, right? Yeah. Than it is to prove that the the Earth isn't the center of the universe. Just because. Mm. You can go up into space and you can't just see that the stars yeah. are not moving in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe um, you can, though. Maybe if you were up in space. But you you have to be up in space for a while to just watch a star for a bit. Um, but I think there is something to that. Mm. The, 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 you know, I, I think at, at the very least, yeah. right, we should be able to be geocentric, geocentrists, yeah. right? And people love centrists. Centrism. Absolutely. Oh, that's, it's you the know, future. It's, it's the it's third the op- way. It's the opposite of, of extremism. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and and we should be able to at least get the people like from the flat earthers on board with us. <clears throat> Absolutely. Right? So that's that's it. We've already got that group of people. We'll be able to leech all of those just by having slightly more plausible bullshit yeah. than yeah. they've already got. They'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Flat earth is silly, but now we're geocentrist. So we'll get yeah. all of those mm-hmm. over onto here onto our team. Yeah. And then, and then we'll be able to get some more people off the heliocentrists who are just like soft, swinging heliocentrists. Yeah, that's right. And then, oh yeah, because of people who think that the sun is the is the center of the universe. Yeah. And, and here's the great thing about these kinds of uh, these kinds of groups is that you dismiss science whilst also having to use kind of science to explain your own thing. Oh yeah. So we're gonna be like uh, NASA's full of shit. Um, you know, as all astronomers are full of shit and geophysicists mm. have something, you know, they only do this for the funding. They only pretend that they, they understand it for the fun so they can get funding. And they, they keep going with this lie because they don't want to have to go without funding. Mm, funding. And, uh, and then we explain how it's all through the black holes and dark matter uh, gravitational thing that makes all these other things go around. You know, why don't some stars go... Instead of just like orbiting around one black hole, you know, couldn't they sometimes be orbiting around one black hole, then slingshot, then go to another black hole, and then mm, loop you know, around go and like sl- that? Slingshot and yeah, and we say that gravity um, follows an inverse square rule, but what if it doesn't? What if it goes down and then goes up a little bit again, and exactly. then sort of goes and then pulls you in the sort of to the left? Yeah. And, and I think that would be easy for us to sort of prove. Really, you know, yeah, yeah. and then we draw this diagram of like the the fabric of space time it's more like a skate park yeah you know, than it is like exactly. one of those um and then the star grinds down the down the uh, the handle the hand mm. the handrail <laughs> and then trips on the little bit that they put on there so you can't do that yeah you know, the little yeah. metallic bit that they had to that and then they uh, do a 360 they do a 360 <laughs> nothing cooler than when a when a burning ball of light does a 360 mm now, how how does this work as a sketch? Who are these people, and where? What context are they in? Are they at a, a, a seminar? A seminar. Oh, oh now that's a dynamic location. A seminar. Yeah. You know. I love that. I don't. I, m- me. I don't go to seminars. No. Oh. I go to the full nar. Seminar. Yeah. I go to a a double nar. Double nar. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what about, I, I saw this in a, like a legally blonde joke, but what about instead of, shouldn't we stop going to seminars and we start going to Overmars? Is that a, you know, I think there was like, she's like, I, why are we always going? It was like a, a parody of a, of a feminist in that movie. Mm. And she goes, and I, I'm, we're going to try we're, we're campaigning to get the, get rid of the se- semesters. And have it next year so that we have three 
Ovesters. <laughs> Is that in Legally Blonde? I think so, yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so... I mean, the idea of geocentrists is mm. just kind of, I guess it's, it, it's an idea that exists in the world well, that I, we're I, trying to promote. But I, I love that we're also militantly against flat earthers, right? We sure. think that they're so stupid. They're so dumb. Right? Mm. Um, and we're laughing at them. So we're, we're also, yeah, so we're in battle with these flat mm. earthers. Mm. And because well, it can't be possible and because it, it doesn't work with our idea of... Mm. Well, it just it's 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 in defiance of science and it's in defiance of you know mm. the sure. you know clear explanations, Occam's razor, and all that sort of stuff. You know, what's the simplest explanation? And um, and yeah, so so we so we mock them, but then as soon as somebody challenges us with uh, any other kind of science, mm. we we flatly reject it. Like so, science comes just as far we as don't, I need it to. We roundly reject it. We we. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I roundly reject that. We actually roundhouse it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. What? Uh, no, I've got nothing. Sorry. Is the question, what are do, the do, three do the, words? Do the flat earth people also think that the moon is flat? What do they think of the moon? that would make sense. But then, and, and the flat earth people, do they think the earth is flat and a circle or flat and a square? I don't know. Have they decided what shape it is? Maybe it, you know, could be could be real complicated shape. Yeah. But then could look that like that flat version of the Earth map. You know mm. that one with the with all the ups and downs. <laughs> yeah, and all the flanges. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. The but flanges. then yeah, I'd like to I'd like to know what they think of the moon. I would like to know flat mooners. Mm. I actually think the Earth is round, but, <laughs> but the, the moon, moon is, is flat. flat. <laughs> That's why you never see the other side. This is actually this is considerably more compelling yeah. argument, <laughs> and that does that explain why sometimes it, you don't see the full moon because it's at an angle. Doesn't quite oh. work, does it? Because then it would just go sort of like look like a football. Well, it's kind of concave or something. Oh, it's actually a concave moon. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's quite good. Mm. Or maybe it's folding over on itself, right? Yeah. So that's how it looks like. Oh, the moon is flat and it's black on one side, right? Mm. And then coloured on the other. And what's happening is like a piece of paper, it's folding and pulling across itself yeah. to do the phases of the moon. It's the folding moon theory. It's the folding moon. The folding moon. flat moon theory. <laughs> Everybody under knows it. Well, there's also the expanding earth, those people who it was a it was a theory that predated tectonic plates mm. that people thought that Everything fit together, all the all the uh, mm. continents and stuff fit together because the Earth was smaller. But because of the rotation of the Earth, we're actually expanding, and then the water is just filling in the gaps. It's not a bad theory. I, I quite like it. I yeah. I mean, I prefer that to tectonic flat plates. Earth, yeah. and I think I prefer it to tectonic plates yeah, as well. Me too, because then it it, it 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 suggests that we're just making more land at all times. That's so. it's quite optimistic. Yeah. You know, very it's, optimistic. It's a very positive, glass it's, half full kind it's of. It's a very magma type idea. It is. 
yeah, it's the sort of thing we'd be into. Mm. We're already talking about our new show. We yeah, was we, very exciting. And we're also talking about the uh, now filming Magma. Oh, yeah, no, no, that's going to happen now. Yeah. Sometime in August. Yeah. Um, and so then maybe we can... Yeah. We're selling it. Yeah. Or giving it away. Oh, uh, we'll see. I guess we could... <laughs> We'll see. It's going to cost a bunch of money to film it. But um, we could probably put it on Patreon and and also for sale. Mm. How about that? Great. You know, for the the upper tier, you could probably just watch it over and over again. And then you could also buy it if you just want to buy it in a one-off. Great. Kind of thing. Um, Cryptocurrencies, Alistair. You know a fair bit about cryptocurrencies. So much. If we can have cryptocurrencies, what other things can we have that could be crypto? You know, like why, mm. you know, we, we can have a digital version of a currency. Yep. Right? And everyone can make their own one. Mm-hmm. Can anyone make their own one? I think so. I don't know how they work. And I don't, I don't know what it actually does. But a lot of them, you want them so that they have a purpose. Mm. You know, so they go, well, well, you know, I was reading through the white paper of this thing. And it doesn't seem like this, this, this cryptocurrency has any, has any purpose whatsoever. Right. So Bitcoin's one is that those numbers that they're finding are somehow valuable in cryptography or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I think it's got more to do with its value as a currency that you can swap and and like use to pay for things and stuff like that. Whereas there's other ones that are, let's say, used for tracking uh, stock in in like a supply chain. Right. But then they still have a financial value, don't they? They they themselves have a financial value as well. Right. So maybe the thing that I was talking about has already sort of been done, though, like by having you've got a crypto version of some sort of track stock tracking thing, yeah, whatever. Like I'm, I'm just trying to think, like what other, you know, like crypto, like what other things have value? Obviously, you know, love and connection and relationships, yeah. and you know, smile on the face of a newborn babe um, sure. has value. Like, is there any way that that could be crypto? Um, oh, it's really pushing the limits of my knowledge of, you know, crypto stuff, and so I don't know exactly how to turn it into. Right, say I'm having a new baby. Yeah. Okay. Right? Great. I'm having a new. Congratulations, baby. by Thanks the way. So I much. Can't believe you're being so irresponsible. <laughs> well, it's happening again, right? Yeah. I'm having a new baby, and I say, this baby's first smile is going to have a huge amount of value. Right. Great. You're gonna put it on the. I'm going to put it on the open market. right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let that be bought and sold. And what I guarantee to you then is that yep. I'm never going to look at that baby's smile. right? And the, right. the right to look at that baby's smile mm. is owned by whoever owns this token. Sure. Right? Yeah. And uh, you, you, can, you can keep selling that on. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, what, if you have that token, you're allowed to go and look at the baby and see the baby's first smile. Yeah. But, um, but of course, once you look at it, no, it loses its value. It, so it's like well, a bottle of wine, I guess. I think it could be maybe that it's like it, it's it's a crypto kind of currency that that is implanted straight. It's like from the first generation of things that are a brain to computer interface, mm, right? Okay, cool. And when you have some coins of this baby smile coin, um, you get to have that image appear in your mind, right? Mm. And so it's the baby's first smile, right? right? Now, the more coins you have, the less transparent it is. Right. Yeah. And it you comes can act, into focus. It comes into focus. So if you have five hundred coins, then you can you can see it. It's almost opaque. Mm. Right. But it, but as soon as you sell those coins, you can't bring it up anymore. It it is completely wiped from your memory. It doesn't go into your permanent memory. It only goes into your coin memory. And so you can't. It's not on a computer because then 
because then you could just screenshot it and things like mm. that. So it's only in a thing that goes straight into the mind and you can only see with your third eye. Well, so this is, this is, I mean, if this hasn't already been done as a sci-fi, I think it'd be great. And mm. it probably has already been done. But now we're talking about a new section of your memory, mm-hmm. right, in which you're able to buy and store memories which you feel when you when you revisit them and, you know, mm. that sort of thing, recall them. You feel them exactly the same as your other memories. They have yeah. as much weight to you. Mm-hmm. But they can be taken out or put in, reinserted and that sort of thing. And then yeah. you're able to buy and sell memories mm-hmm. on the open market, which yeah. I think is only fair and it makes sense that that is, you know, mm. if these things have value and, you know, pe- say people have happy memories, sure. right? Everybody has happy memories, even sure. people with the worst lives. They have happy, some kind of happy memory, sure. right? And, but they might not have a lot of money. And in an open market, it makes sense that if they have something of value, they should have the right to be able to sell that. Mm-hmm. Right? They take so, it out of their permanent memory, yes, then put it into their, their coin, coin memory, memory, right? And then they can sell it to people, yep, and they get all that value from that, right? And now they've got some money, and sure, maybe with that money they could go and make some more happy memories. Exactly, they go not. have a baby, they make some more mistakes. There's now, now people finally have a, a reason to actually have a kid. Exactly, you know, because there's actually a financial reward. It'll actually be the first time that maybe having ki- children could uh, be financially like you know uh, zero like you know like mm, we're, we're neutral be, neutral mm. because at the moment if you take you, you have kids at a great financial loss sure and what do you get in return <laughs> what do you get in return positive I, happy memories positive happy memories and a deep satisfaction that you're a part of the world and the the process of everything that happens Right. <laughs> Very tactfully put, Alistair. Yeah. <laughs> I used to narrate documentaries and make them meaningful. <laughs> but then, okay, what will happen? Well, it will mean that the rich are able to buy all the happy memories in the yeah. world. Right? That's right. And that'll be just a new form of inequality that's able to sure. exist. But that's but with the money you can make new memories. And and it's point. kind of a metaphor of the way that the the rich always take culture from the poor mm. and uh you know and then they you know like oh we and we're poor and so we invented spaghetti bolognese mm. you know because we all we didn't have much all we had was this leftover all cheap this beef spaghetti we, and this bolognese yeah all we had was this spaghetti <laughs> sauce and this pasta and one day we put it together yeah and we we're like oh spaghetti bolognese is actually worked quite well because the way that the pasta doesn't have that much flavor but then the, the sauce kind of has too much flavor mm. you know and so you put them together and really di- they kind of dilute each other one dilutes the other one's flavor and the other one dilutes the its blandness <laughs> diluted blandness yeah. <laughs> I'll call George. Um, yeah, and then that obviously is the same as memories. As memories, well, it's that sort of metaphor of a thing that happens in the yeah. world, and I think that's what people want in art. I feel like this is a if if we're not going to do this, Black Mar- Black Mirror should do it, unless they have already done it. Yeah, and then maybe um, maybe we just stole it off them. Uh, but I haven't ever watched an episode. So. I've, I've just oh, watched except the, the pig, first one, yeah, the pig, the pig, the pig one. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, um, I'll write this down. It's not really a sketch, or maybe it is a sketch. Oh, this is absolutely a sketch. Oh, it's a sketch. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. It's, a, it's a sketch, and I think it is quite good. Um, and it's also a movie. Why can't a sketch be a movie? You know? I think we should write movies, Andy. People always talk about making um, movies that you look at it and you're like, well, it feels more like a, a sketch. Yeah. Well, we're going to do exactly that. Mm-hmm. Well, set out to make a movie that feels 
like a like sketch. sketch, like a long sketch, no, like a long sketch where somebody cries in it. Like if you have a bit of emotional mm. investment, then suddenly it's a it's less it's more it's more than a sketch. That's how you know it's a movie. It's how you know it's did a movie. somebody cry. Did somebody cry? Yeah. Did, was just, it real tears? And you could did you it, see them coming out, or did you cut away and then you cut back to them and the tears are there? Because <laughs> then you can tell you just squirted them on. Yeah. No. 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 You gotta have like early on in the movie, somebody's gotta get kicked in the shins or like stubbed their toe, <laughs> and then when they cry, you go, "All right, now I'm invested." I don't know if stubbing your toe is the kind of tears that we're after. Oh. In. I know, but I don't what think if the you toe, know what emotion is. What if the toes was their children? You know, it's like a movie. <gasps> they called their give... kids toe. Well, yeah, and they stubbed them. <laughs> They ran him up against the coffee table. Uh, okay. Can we have some uh, words from a listener, please? Wait, crypto Alistair. baby smile. I'm just going to write that down. A listener of the podcast. So what we have is we have this thing set up on Patreon where if you give us $3, we will let, let you give us some words and we'll use those words on the podcast uh, to come up with a sketch idea. Come up with a sketch idea. That's just the third. That's the th- that's the three dollar tier. At eight dollars, you can get all the um, the bonus episodes, oh, including Sci Fi Try Guys. Sci Fi Try Guys, all the things that we came up with when we were making Magma. Mm. Uh, some and then some other. What were some other things? At one point, oh, we were trying to write a, write sketch, a, sitcom. a sitcom at the beginning. And yeah. Look, it didn't go anywhere, but that. But there's more stuff than that. Oh yeah. And it was you know there's some ideas there. Yeah, some other things are going. Exorcisters. Exorcisters. Exorcists, and they were sisters. Exactly. And they weren't doing very well financially. It writes itself, which is good because we we haven't. didn't write it yet. <laughs> okay, so the three words from our Patreon supporter is uh, from Andy, our, our 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 listener and contributor, David Patrick Nelson. David, hello, Patrick, Dave Nelson, Dave Pat Nell. Mm-hmm. It's so great to have you. Thank you so much for uh, joining up and uh, for sending us these three words. <clears throat> <clears throat> mechanized yes posture society oh wow I think he's fucking with us in that he's not fucking with us you see you would yeah. expect it now for it to be somebody who's fucking with us but oh, now they're not fucking people with haven't us. been fucking with us for a while oh, I feel like that's fallen by the wayside we, we got some in the bank where people are fucking oh, yeah? with us yeah. okay. it's good to see that people haven't lost sight of what this no, is all no, about no. you know paying three dollars to fuck with us yeah well, you got to get something. There's got to be something in it for them, I suppose. Exactly, and there is. Yeah, <laughs> I carry around a lot of tension. Um, okay, so mechanized posture society. Yeah, right. Oh, like if there was something to straighten out my back, get rid of this hunch. Mm. You know, society that doesn't allow you to have a hunch back, and so they they build these these robots that if you, like, that you, you bend you, over, that you, you wear slouch. like that you wear like a backpack. It's just a little oh. robot that, you know, t- technically doesn't control you, but it is run by the by the government. Mm. And any time that you sort of slouch a little bit, it knees you in the back. Well, so is it just walking behind you, or is it strapped to you in some way? I think way? it's it's like it's like you're piggybacking it at all times. You're piggybacking this little robot, yeah. okay? And it's just there to to just to correct your posture, or does it correct like well, that's other how, aspects of your your manners? That's how that they convince you to carry this around on your back and go. Sure. I think I think I'd be happier in a society where everybody was standing up straight, looking mm. nice. Yeah, keeping themselves nice. You know, it's kind of hard to argue against. It. It's like it's just polite society. That's what mm. you do. You stand up straight. You don't mm-hmm. you don't let your your shoulders hang forward. Now, what? Do you, uh, let me tell you. What about what do you think about this idea? Oh, I'd, I'd like another direction. Can can the, can the robot also wipe your ass? With its yeah. foot? With its foot? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's a robot. And what it does, 
Okay, because think about this. Mm -hmm. The human body is really only designed to deal with things that are in front of us. That's right. Right? And that feels like a huge oversight. Yeah. Right? And That shoulder arm, that shoulder blade, mm. you know, the whole thing, it's really, it's not set up for you to be reaching behind your back. No. No, no it doesn't go that way. Right? I mean, you can get a bit of movement there, and if you're super flexible, do yoga or whatever, but look, we're talking about this is a robot now mm. that's going to, it's, it's, it's going to sit on your back, it's, you, you piggyback it, and it takes care of everything behind you. Yeah. Right? you got an itchy back. It'll scratch it. Mm -hmm. okay? You need to wipe your ass. It'll wipe your ass. It's got an eye on its foot yeah. that allows it to, to see what it's doing. To inspect your bum. To inspect your butt at all times. And it knows. It's got an eye on the, on the situation. Yeah. Right? It's much better at this than you are. And it could probably wipe in all those times when, you know, during the day... <laughs> Yeah, just a dry wipe. You know, just a little dry wipe occasionally. It can catch those problems before they become a problem. That, this is <laughs> stopping problems before they become a problem. Yeah. You know, and I mean, and now it's really hard to say no to because now, and like it could have a little jet. Mm. It could have a little jet of water like those Japanese toilets. Yeah. Like that. And it could catch the, the dripping water with its other foot. <laughs> They're still feet. Yeah, they're still... They're still th feet. I mean, one of them's got an eye and one of them's a little cup, but they're feet. <laughs> yeah, and then what it does is it, it, it catches it in its foot and it jets it with its other foot, then it dries it with its, with, with its knee. Yeah. It's just got cloth knees. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like that. And then it, and then it sucks up that gross water into mm. its legs. And then while you walk around, it kind of like mists it out, mists the gross water out. Right. Like evaporates it out like that. So that's <laughs> just like farts. <laughs> it's just gross just water. Farts. Yeah. I mean, it's... you could have you know could have uh, some eyes on its butt, and it can mm. see when no one's around. Or maybe it stores it up, right? Sure. In some little thing, concentrates it, maybe boils it, concentrates mm. it, and then keeps it as like a defensive spray, like a skunk oh, would. That's a good idea. You know. Yeah. Um, so if somebody's attacking you from behind, yeah, right, which is where we're the most vulnerable, mm -hmm. right? Now you've got this guy on your back there. He's got a little arsenal, yeah, right, of of, of literally ass water mm. uh, that you can use. <laughs> That's beautiful because right now we don't have like we don't have a sort of a poison or we don't have like We've a, got nothing. Yeah, we you know we don't even really have nails that are functional for scratching at at predators. No. No, they do, they, they do almost nothing, unless and, you're a banjo player. Oh, yeah, right? that's right. You know, banjo players, they're, they're prepared in mm -hmm. case they're uh, unarmed and getting sort of um, ambushed. Yeah. And I think this little creature could be, like this little robot creature could be considered your familiar. Yeah. You know, and it's quite familiar. It's extremely you. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it gets to know, you know, it knows the topography of your inner, of your inner buttock. Better yeah. than you know it yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could even tidy it up in there, you know? I mean, well, it goes up in, you mean? You mean no, like but you know, of... around the area, you know? Oh, this, sure, sure, sure. This, you know, things oh, can get... take, It would take pride in this. In, in, it could in be knowing. sculpting. It could be sculpting any kind of hair that might grow in that area mm -hmm. and things like that. Tidy it up, you know, because you're not going to do that all the time. Does it keep, is it always just clinging, holding on around it's your just neck? just holding around your or shoulders. Or does it sort of scuttle up and down your back like a little spider? I think it probably can just stretch out its legs a right. little bit. And it's because it's always looking over your shoulder. You know, it's, it could maybe whisper things in your ears, yeah. things that it knows that you need to hear. Well, but it can't be looking. It, so it's, its neck, its mouth is going to have to be on the back of its head. Okay, well, it could be looking back. It's so looking it could, back, but yeah. its mouth is, is, is sort of close to your ears. Well, so it doesn't it can have whisper to be. whisper things to you. 
it could move its mouth at any. It could it, it could have a round head and its mouth can just move around. Great. Or yeah. maybe the mouth is on the end of a tube, like an elephant's trunk. Mm, that's right? good. Yeah. Prehensile mouth tube. Yeah, that's really good. And and that that mouth could act as a sort of a third hand for you. Great. Because it, it's using its hands yeah. to hold on to your shoulders. <laughs> but its trunk could be like a hand that could... This is that hand that I'm always dreaming of that you have that comes over your mm-hmm. head and can hold your phone and stuff like that so yeah. your your arms don't get tired. What do you do about laying down? Um, or do you think it could be made of cushions? <laughs> nah, that doesn't, that's doesn't interesting. sit well with yeah, me. What do you do about laying could it just down? Stand, could it just stand above you or you know, like stand at the wall? Mm. Sort of behind you when while you sleep, sort of like sort of looming above you, keeping an eye on the room. That's great because when you are lying down asleep, you don't need it to watch your back because your back's against the mm. the mattress. That's when you want it to sort of almost flip up and sort of yeah hang over your face mm. and protect you sort of that way while you sleep. Yeah, I think this is quite good. So, yeah, um, it's a little robot familiar. Yeah, scuttling up and down your back. Cleaning your bum and keeping your back scratching straight. Scratching your back, <laughs> keeping you sort of easy in the back. I mean, now that seems like a, you know, I think maybe later on people will be like, I can't believe we just allowed these things to go on our backs for the reason of them kneeing us in the back. That now seems crazy because eventually people will be like, I don't like being kneed in the back. Well, well, now that it'll be like the phone, right? People, you know, people are like, ah, oh, you know, we used to have those just to. Knee you in the back. Now mm. kids don't even know what kneeing in, in the back feels like. Yeah. They're just using it for wiping their ass and whispering names to them when they've forgotten someone's coming behind them. Oh, my God, that would be great. It's like a Shazam, but for people's names, faces that you don't recognise. Yeah, but only if they're coming from behind you because it only deals with the back. That's true, yeah. And right? and, it, and that still gives you agency. Yeah. Well, at, at the moment, we really do only operate at 50%. At all times, mm, because we only deal with the front. That's right. The front fifty percent of our lives, and and so it, you could it, double your effectiveness. And in a way, it it I mean that's a benefit because you don't have to say hi to anybody who's behind you, <laughs> you know. But now that robot could just do that, and you don't even if if you hear it say hi to somebody, mm-hmm. you don't need to acknowledge that. You just that's done for it's you. It's done. It's your representative. It's done. It said hi. You saw it's you, it's got sort of whatever the power of attorney is but mm-hmm. for saying hello yeah right it's got the power of uh aloha that's uh, nothing but that's a hello and goodbye yeah <laughs> and um yeah i think those are our sketches for today alistair would you like us to would you like to take us through them we got the candle fat factory, and that's a thirty-five-year-old's dream. Mm. It's both you get to produce candles for, and and you get to and have as many candles as you want. And lose scented weight. candle, and you get to lose weight uh, because you're making the candles out of your own fat. Mm-hmm. Possibly you're directly burning your own leg. That's right. Well, that's coming up later. Oh, that's later. Uh, then we got fat salad. Now this is a salad that's made entirely out of fat, and mm-hmm. I would like it to be entirely f- out of fat from your own body. And I, I, that means that the salad dressing is made from your own fat. Then the lettuce itself is a dried, compressed sort of just fat that's been painted mm-hmm, green. Mm-hmm. And then you got little sort of sweet uh, red cranberries that are made out of fat and so a whole lot of sugar and <laughs> a bit of acid in there and things like that. You got red capsicum, you know, things like that. That could be fat mixed with a bit of blood. Anyway, that's one. It's fat salad. It's a... It'll be a TV chef who will present that. Great. Then we got thigh candle for preppers. 
And I mean, that can just be for prep- preppers initially until they realize how popular it's become. It could just be called salad. So, so, so like lard. Salard. Yeah. Mm. You want me to write that down? Nah, if Feel, you want. Could be you know, an episode. It could be the name of the episode. Maybe. I think it's a good. It's a good name, Andy. Good option. It's a really good option. Then we got uh, thigh candle for preppers slash the original fleshlight. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, so it starts out as just being a, a thing, a, pr- a product that you've created. It's mostly a, a drill and a wick, and it allows you to burn the fat from your thighs. You got a thigh. You got a drill. You got, you a, got dr- a wick. You, <laughs> you got, got a, a candle. candle. <laughs> and then, but then it becomes a thing where you can also drill holes into your legs and make love mm. to them. You know, and so it's it becomes a you know like it's, it's a new technology. It's a whole new industry. Um, but using th- things that were part of industries that already existed, you know, mm. so it's a real reimagining. It's the kind of thing that they would come up with in Singapore, where they have no natural resources yes. and all they have is creativity. You see, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's a Singaporean company that's come up with this. And when I was at uni, I was doing engineering, and a guy came and was trying to like hawk. He came into our lecture and gave us a big talk about. About um, Singapore? Cr- creativity techniques and how he worked for a creativity company kind of off the back of like the popularity of guys like Edward de Bono. Yeah, right. And and he was saying that his company worked out of Singapore because they have no natural resources <laughs> and they have to make their money off of creativity. I mean, it's, it's quite compelling, really. I wonder what he's doing now. You know this thing he's you dead. you you got to, <laughs> he's dead. You, you you know this thing you got a door you got a gym. Obviously you know it because yeah. we reference it constantly. Yeah. How about the opposite of that, right? It's you got a gym. You got a gym. You got a door. <laughs> All right. And what it is is it's a magic doorknob. Really. Right. And you attach that to any gym, right? Yeah. And it turns, and and then you turn the doorknob and you go. Like that, yeah. and it opens the gym like, as just a portal to another dimension. Wow! Yeah, you got a door, you got no, a gym. No, you got a gym, you got a door. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, but how, what do you see? Like, do you see a gymnasium? Like a I big? I see a full gymnasium. It doesn't matter what kind of a gym. But it is, is it like? But are you? What are you attaching the doorknob to? Like, well, okay, you're either you're attaching it to the wall on the outside of a gym, mm. or maybe you're just standing in a gym. Yeah. You just put the doorknob in the middle of the air, yeah. right? You turn it, and then everything behind it becomes like a two-dimensional plane yeah. that then turns away, and you're just folding it away into another dimension and yeah. passing through into untouched hyperspace. Sure, yeah, it's, it's beautiful, and I love that a lot. Um, are you... Is Yeah, no, that's fine. It's like, a I'm wizard, just, basically, yeah. who's selling this. <laughs> you got, you and got it's a, a wizard's gym. knob. You know, that's that's what it's called. It's called the wizard's knob. The wizard's knob. knob. I mean, is it, you got a door knob, you got a gym, but it doesn't matter. We're not. No, it's the other way around. You've got a gym, you've got a door, Alistair. <laughs> Come on. With wizard's knob. Wizard's knob. It feels like a nice um, reference to Terry Pratchett for me there. I'm enjoying that a lot. You know, so he had a song referenced in one of his books called uh, A Wizard's Staff Has a Knob on the End. Yeah. So, that was what it happened. It's like a, it's yeah. Uh, no, that's not what happened. But don't worry about it, Alistair. It's just for me and the other Terry Pratchett's uh, readers out there. A wizard's staff has a knob in the end. Yeah, that kind of thing. Knob. Knob. In the end. Knob in the end. Then we got spin doctors. 
um, which is people who deal with wounds and try to just give them a positive mm. outlook for you know why maybe this wound isn't such a problem mm. and what's a positive way you could look at these wounds. Then we got milk is blood, cheese is scabs. It's the honest ad campaign mm-hmm. for dairy products. Mm-hmm. Um, Contains 100% of your daily truth. No bull. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. <laughs> Alistair, you, between that and the spin doctor's thing, you are bringing me the punchlines that I require. Yeah, that you love. The ones I that like. I ne- ne- don't necessarily enjoy. No, but... But it's like I've, d- I've learned my audience. Yes. <laughs> you. Um, anti-flat earther. Mm. The uh, geocentrists. Mm. Uh, earth is round. And also, they, they, they may believe that the earth is round, but also the moon is flat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but this is just us trying to recreate the success of the flat mm. earther campaigns. Mm-hmm. But now with geocentrism. And then I we wonder got- if you could get um, some geo some flat earthers who still be- like they modify their beliefs so they think that like the Earth is flat mm. but it's been curved around to make a ball, you know, mm. <laughs> like it's it is flat but it's been twisted around no. so that it's it's round but it is flat, you know, like like a piece of paper, right, is flat what's but that, then you can t- what's that curve end of it. endless loop. Mobius strip. I mean, if if you think the Earth is a Mobius strip, suddenly oh, that's something. Yeah, yeah, you could you could make that work because then you still get your edge that you can fall off of. Can you though? I wonder if you can fall off a Mobius strip. Yeah, off the side. Oh, I guess you can go off the side. You can go off yeah. the side. So that's that's an aspect that I think you know flat Earthers like. Mm, mm. But you can you also can, still sail you can around still it. Sail all the way around. Yeah, you know. I think we could get this get this up in the flat Earther society. This could be big for them. Really big. Mm-hmm. Um, we got crypto baby smile. Yeah. And then we got robot familiar for an uh, for ass wiping and dealing with your back. I really, I really like that idea. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great to have a familiar, and then there's got to be a startup somewhere that's dealing with, you know, dealing with built making us familiars. You could battle them like Pokemon. Oh, just back, back to back battle. Yeah. Attack. Yeah, you just like you just back run towards your back uh, attack. And, you know, you could fall over. Let's say you fall backwards. Oh, it and just scuttles could, along. Scuttles along and it could, like, you know, launch you back up the other way. It could, like, flip you. Mm. You know, it knows how to do it. It's, it's like a, what's that? Two, it's like a Segway, two-wheeled thing, but with falling down backwards. You know, it just, it knows the right way to stand to just make it catch so that the you fall, and yeah, then, to catch you and, and, then and you get you back over. on your leg. Yeah. It's like, having, it's like having a <clears throat> kung fu master on your back. So you have to run backwards, though, if you're going into into battle. Into battle, you have to run backwards. But if you're just old and you fall over, mm. backwards. Well, we came up with a thing a while ago, which was if you fall oh, oh, old and you fall over, you just literally have one of those stretches with folding legs stuck <laughs> yeah. to your back and the legs pop out as you fall. I mean, and a, then you're already on a stretcher. You're already on a stretcher. <laughs> but when the ambulance arrives, rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly into traffic. <laughs> he was going to just fall over, but now he's lying down. He's rolling. He's rolling downhill. <laughs> um, and then we have, finally, you got a gym, you got a door. Mm. Wizard's knob. That's right. This, is a ri- this has been a rich episode, I think. Rich. I mean, it started out very rich and fatty. Yeah. But and later on. It was rich in concepts. Yes. Yes. 
conceptually rich. A do 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 um, thank you so much for listening to um, this episode of the podcast. We really do appreciate it. We've been the Gravy Boys. Yeah, and, wow. you, and you've been dipping in. And you guys have been dipping your, your mashed potato, spoon of mashed potato <laughs> into us. <laughs> your mashed potato ears into our pot of Gravy Boy. Our mouth pot? Our mouth pot of Gravy Boy. What it is, right? We lean back, we fill up our mouth to the brim with mm-hmm. gravy. <laughs> <laughs> we invite you to dip your mouth, mashed potato Your mashed ear. potato ears. The gravy wells up from within our mouths. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's right. We've up. got a mouth full of gravy, <laughs> and then we uh, each place our mouth over your mashed potato ears. Yes, you like left that. and right. <laughs> and you absorb our fatty brown goodness. Well, you eat up your own ears with your mouth, your, your, your brain mouth. Yeah, with your brain mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Two and Tank. I'm at Alistair TB. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. And uh, thanks to everybody who supports us with listening and with uh, reviewing the podcast. It's been so lovely getting all those reviews and with the, uh, donating on Patreon. There's been a real up, up, uptick, uh, uptick on on people going for the uh, eight uh, for the you know bonus episode stuff. Maybe people are interested mm. in, the, in the Sci-Fi Try Guys. Yeah, and it's been. If it's so, been I hope you've been enjoying them. I hope We've you've been, been enjoying enjoy- writing them. We don't mind if you want to give us feedback. Mm. Um, we love that. We love that, and uh, thank you to everybody who continues to exist. And, oh uh, yeah, that's a great thing. Yeah, I'm so glad Keep you guys up. are all alive, and uh, we, we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.